What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. I hope you guys are having an amazing week. We have our very first guest with us today. We have the founder of Gamer Advantage, Brian. How you doing, buddy? Thank you for coming on. Hey, man. Thanks for having me on. I'm honored to be your first guest. <laughs> well, you're actually the first and only person I reached out to, so thank you for saying yes. I, well, I haven't dealt I with like re rejection. I was too easy. I was going to say I need to play hard to get. I don't know. I'm pretty booked. I don't know if I could do this. Well, let's first start with you. Uh, what is your... Uh, yeah, I'm curious. What is your history with like gaming in general? I know I've heard a little bit about uh, and about the diabetes story and stuff like that, so for people who don't know it, would you mind introducing yourself and kind of your story in the gaming world? Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, my name is Brian Reedy. I'm I'm 34 years old. And you just like most middle America families, my dad had an Atari. We had a regular Nintendo, just a regular gaming family. Uh, but when like you had mentioned, when I was 10 years old, I slipped into a coma at home. Uh, it's, uh, it turned out I was a type one diabetic. I was very close to death. I was very sick. Um, and at the hospital, I remember when I was recovering, they wheeled in a Nintendo 64 with Mario Kart. And I just remember be that being a time where I recognized video games as something where, like, I'm into this. More of just a, like, hey, Dad, can I play your Atari? And I'm not really sure what this is all about to, like, okay, like, I'm into this now. Like, I'm into the characters. I want to win. I want to play. So probably about 10 years old, I was like that forever. I was like a Nintendo guy. I had all the Nintendos. And then I finally made the switch to to PlayStation and then to Xbox. So through my whole life, always just a, a amateur, regular gamer, though. I wasn't a casual gamer. I game probably every day. I probably game pretty much 90 percent of the time, at least once a day for a couple hours for the last 20 years. So. Uh, I when I went to college, I went to school. I didn't know what I wanted to be. I ended up deciding to get a degree in broadcasting and film studies. And I started work, interning at a radio station. Then I got a job working there. And then I got like invited randomly, really, to be part of this first ever FM video game radio show. And I was like, what the heck? This is freaking awesome. And this is 2007. Six, really? Maybe. Before yeah. esports e really blew up, too. Oh, but it wasn't even like... Was he on the uh, radar? MLG wasn't even a thing, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, didn't, that didn't even exist yet. And uh, so it was just really early. And this guy was a big gamer. And he was a local talk show host. His name was Bill Doyle. Like, super great guy. And uh, so what ended up happening is the station flipped formats. And so contracts ended, whatever. And he ended up going out in his contract. And they went to a station somewhere out on the East Coast. And it left a void there. And I actually got asked like step up and help co-host and produce this show so while we were doing it we never really knew what our future was going to be like because the station had flipped formats and they just kind of let us keep operating and nobody really said anything <laughs> and then one day we got called in and this guy is like 75 years old he's like super famous at the cbs radio for flipping uh sports stations and he's like listen i think video games are stupid like i don't understand them i don't get the obsession with them he's like they definitely don't have a home on a sports FM radio station. And we just so strongly disagreed with him. And he didn't, our, our numbers weren't bad. We had sponsors, like it was awesome. And they just didn't support it. And so it kind of fizzled out. We probably did it for like another year. And then just eventually one day they replaced us with 
some other show. So I was really bummed and I ended up getting a job in uh, banking, like just kind of my brother was working at a bank and then I applied there and then I had like a great career at a bank and it was awesome. And then they wanted me to relocate and I told my wife I wouldn't do that. And so I joined her family business and they had been in the optical industry for almost 50 years. And that's how I got here today. Oh, okay. So, so first off, since you've been playing games for so long, what is your favorite video game of all time? You know, honestly, I have a lot. I'd say I always think Twisted Metal, just for some uh, reason, forever was just that's a, classic. a big piece of my childhood. And then, like, Tony Hawk was a big piece of my childhood. But I just decided tonight to start playing through L.A. Noir again. And I still think that that is one of the best most underrated video games of all time. I still never finished that one, but I will agree. That's a very underrated game. I'm a big Rockstar fan, though. I just like the way they do games. Grand Theft Auto fan? Yeah, I, <laughs> I love it. I, it never gets old. I'm sorry. It's it one of those games that there's always something to do, right? Always yeah, something to do. I, I always say, like, literally, my well, I have two or three friends. We game almost every night together. You know, we have one guy, he's 50. Another guy is 31 and another guy is 35. And the four of us game tonight, a game almost every night together. And there are nights where like, you guys just want to go to the casino. We're like, yeah. So we'll like go to the casino and we'll like play blackjack or bet on the horses. And then we'll go cause a massive pile up on the freeway and just, you know, just <laughs> annihilate everybody. And then we're like, all right, go to bed. All right, guys. See you oh later. That could gosh. be a Friday night for me, man. Uh, so, so you got into the family business uh, of you know regular glasses. How how did the idea come up to get into the the blue light blocking? Yeah. So when I joined the family business, I had always known about gaming glasses. I actually owned a pair of Gunners. Like I was familiar with it, but I never really knew much more about it than that. And then so my role was business development, and I was getting calls almost daily, people asking if we could manufacture and import blue light glasses for them. And we did it a few times. And we were buying glasses that were two, three, four dollars with the blue light lens in it, maybe selling it to somebody for ten dollars or eleven dollars, and they were selling it for forty nine, fifty nine, sixty nine. You know, the more commonly priced thirty nine. That's where you see a lot of blue light glasses. Yeah. They just for the record, they start it. Those start in the beginning of the process at like two bucks. Really? Um so we were doing it and we were noticing that these companies were going out and saying like, oh, it cures headaches and it'll make you sleep better and it'll make you feel better. And I was just like asking all these professionals. I'm like kind of new to the industry. I'm like, how is this possible? Like, yeah. does this really do this? And they're like, no, they're like it doesn't work like that. And really the consensus was to a degree like it stalls snake oil. And I was like, all right, I'm like, I really want to research this for myself. So then as I really got deep and I started going to like classes and trying out product and just really networking in the space, like my favorite thing to do in the world is network. And I just have no, I'll just very comfortable talking to most anybody. And so I learned a lot. And what I learned is there was an application for blue light and that it wasn't about digital eye strain because that's a. It's just a marketing term. It's not a medical term. It was about the wavelength that replicates the sun that in turn suppresses melatonin, which leads to poor sleep. And then it's sleep attached to being the number one medicine since the beginning of time and one of the most um, abused and overlooked qualities of being a human being, you know, and mm. it's 
we just kind of like ignore sleep, screw sleep, who sleeps, grind through the night. That, and it's just we kind of forget how valuable and how important sleep is, both from a physical and mental standpoint. So that's where I really got drawn in. And what I learned is that in certain stages of sleep, uh, certain things happen in your body. A, a very quick example is if you work out and you take a protein supplement, if you don't reach REM sleep, the protein in your body doesn't synthesize the same way. So just the stage of sleep you're in as somebody who is who's working out is important. And so if you work out and game and then you're doing all these things and you're not gaining the results you're looking for, a lot of that could be tied to your sleep. So that's where I, when I started learning that, I sought out to attack that. And I ended up meeting a guy that had invented a lens that was specifically for that purpose. And people with age-related macular degeneration eventually go blind. And it's a it's an age-related eye condition that happens usually 70s or whatever. And you just get worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And then he, both his grandparents had it, and he was like, how can I help this? And what they realized is if people with AMD reached REM sleep, the deterioration of the eye was less aggressive. So there was no way to prevent them from going blind, but he at least found a way to slow it down. So then that led to what else can this lens do? So after I heard him give a presentation, I walked up to him and said, we need to do gaming glasses. And he said, I don't know what that means but i like <laughs> you so let's talk and so we talked and i said listen i was like i feel like everybody's getting ripped off like my family's been doing frames for 50 years like somebody's got to do this right because there is nobody in the space that e has a face to the that a has a face to the brand there's nobody in the space that's willing to put their money where their mouth is they're treating it like a novelty and i'm here to tell you that i truly believe our blue light glasses are to gaming what helmets are to football and that's the conversation we're trying to have the eyes are the gateway to your brain and i don't understand why we're cheaping out on it when i see you in your stream i can't see your shoes and those are 300 dollars. so like that's that's, that's a very the, very good point uh, that's know, a very good i point. have a million of those though honestly i have there's that's, a, that's, you just assess your life for a second <laughs> yeah that's actually really good i mean so so you know for me how i how i got into it was i remember i played a lot of a lot of competitive like counter-strike growing up and hours in front of the screen and i used to have issues with sleep and and headaches and eye strain you know and stuff like that from being sitting in front of the screen for so long and then it wasn't until I was actually, you know, in my 20s, someone, I, I read somewhere about blue light glasses. And I'm one of the ones who, oh, this can't be real. And I bought it like a $15 pair off of Amazon, right? Without the yellow tint and all that stuff. And I tried them. Eh, didn't really, you know, didn't really see much of a difference. And then a buddy of mine actually gave me a pair of Gunners. And those are super heavy yellow tint, which really distorts the, the, the game. And stuff like that. But I noticed a little bit of a difference, right? Yep. I noticed a difference. I was like, okay, I'm not, I, you know, I, I did notice that I was, you know, I felt like I was able to fall asleep. Not not so much sleep better, more like I wasn't laying awake as much as I usually do. And then, and then, but I got kind of like the persona on stream where everyone's like, oh, it's the guy that wears the gaming glasses. Like, cause it's so uncommon, right? And so, the, like, when I went to the high res expo, the Dream Hack in Atlanta in 2019, People were like, I don't even recognize you that your glasses. 
Well, when I went to Mixer in the beginning of 2020, I remember seeing Gamer Advantage. And I, I, I still, even though I wore Gunners, I didn't know too much about it. And then I remember going and checking out the website and reading what you guys have on there. And then seeing the, the frames, like, they have, like, a little bit of a tint to them on some of them. But it's not super aggressive. So I remember I reached out, you know, I, I reached out and I got in contact with Natasha. By the way, great, great woman. Super sweet. And yeah, kind of ta you know, talked with her back and forth a little bit. And then I'm not saying everybody hit her up for this, but she, you know, she, she hit me back with the, you know, a, the discount code and told me to try them out. I noticed a huge difference compared to the, and we're not talking crap about gunners, you're saying, but you know, I noticed a huge difference, you know, and then I have my, I have my gunners here for a reason. And the, one of the biggest differences is not just the lenses and the, the fact that the, the, the screen is not, you know, have the yellow tint on it with the glasses. It's how comfortable they are too. You don't have your head, your headset pushing against the size of your head. Right. So you're, you're even more comfortable. And I was like, so then I started really doing the research on it. And I was like, like, I really see a difference. Like I, like, I always tell people, especially people that come to my streams or like listen to me, I will never advocate for a product that I don't use. I don't, or I don't believe in it. And so I started telling everybody about gamer advantage. I'm like, dude, these glasses are legit. Like, and so like now, like I don't wear prescription. I have 20, 20 vision and I literally wear them everywhere. I have, I have three different pairs of gamer advantage glasses. I have the, addictive. The, the sun, the sun, you know, I'm on my augment. Or is it the augments? I don't have, I don't have the sunglass clip cause those don't leave my desk. I have the infernos in my car with the sunglass clip. And then I have a, what was it? The, the, the liquid, the blue one is it the liquids, the blue one, right? Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. So the liquid ones and, it's like one of those things where I tell people like, and I hear people talk about, oh, I got a headache and this and that. I'm like, I'm like dude, I, if you're like me, it could be leading to this. I'm not trying to sell you a product. Like, I'm just being honest. Like there, there is a, an issue and, and people don't realize it. You know, we have so much screen time. It's not just computers either. It's there's, there's so much screen time that we, we consume nowadays. And constantly staring at these screens, it, it, you know, there's obviously, like you said, you know, you spend $300 on a pair of shoes. And this is why, is, is that kind of why you guys, I know you guys, when I first got with Gamer Advantage uh, a little over a year ago, you guys had it all in a bundle. And then you guys separated the bundles. Is, is that kind of why, kind of why, were you guys hearing something about like the pricing and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, so definitely. Yeah, it was hard to come into the market with a with a technology that we there is no like massive markup here. We're a family business and we're trying to do this the right way. And what we are, are optical professionals. So when it came time to design a frame, I knew exactly what I was looking for because I literally designed it for myself. I was like, what the hell would I want? Yep. You know, I don't I want it super lightweight. And then I learned, okay, well, if you have vision insurance and you currently use that for a pair of glasses, good luck getting a pair of prescription sunglasses and being able to afford them because it's absolutely ridiculous. So then I realized I could add this clip and it didn't really add a tremendous amount of cost. But then I found that there were people who just didn't want them for all day. They weren't ever going to take them outside. So I thought to myself, okay, this is a lower a barrier for entry. And there's a few things actually that you hit on really, really interesting. So when you talk about 
gunner we don't ever sit here and even compare ourselves to them because really at the end of the day like we just kind of have two different approaches to this industry as far as i'm concerned i don't know anybody who works for gunner that i've ever seen or been able to conversate with and i would love to do that but i just don't know who that person is i don't know who who is gunner um but not focusing on them so much as as it is is that we say there is uh if you compare it to sunscreen so the first guy who came out with sunscreen and said rub this white cream all over your body it'll protect you from the sun people are like that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard (laughs) gunner kind of like created a category right like they came out with this this frame that identified you as a gamer and it was it did something and i've heard plenty of people say that they feel an impact and that's great and but there's no like real study or conversation tied to why that is like what is it you're feeling what is happening to you when you wear those glasses that's the research we've done and so the difference for us is that when i go back to the sunscreen first we started with spf 5 then 10 then 25 now we know it's spf 50 so we know we're spf 50 i somebody else might be an spf 10 or 50 i have no idea and i don't think they know either what we know is that our lenses help increase melatonin production, help improve cognition, uh, help increase the duration of REM sleep. And those are documented. So I think that's a big difference. And then you had mentioned tint. And I just want to go on record and say, when you say the word tint in the optical industry, imagine it like an Easter egg. And that's exactly what they do, like big vats of colors. And you just take the lens, you dip it into the color. That is very much an approach for many blue light eyewear companies you see out there. Mm. And they use this thing called extrapolation science, which means if yellow blocks blue, then that must mean if I make my lenses yellow and blue light is bad for you, these are good for you. That's not real science, right? Real science is make the lenses, test them, and no matter what the result is, you'll accept it. Not fudge the test so the result is what you're looking for. So our lenses actually do not have a tint. When the lens is in a rut, like imagine a big like like a witch stirring a cauldron and it's just a big like raw lens soup and it has to be heated and baked to turn into actual lenses a powder is inserted and that powder is mixed into the law the raw material of the lenses and then the lenses are formed so many blue light lenses that you get start out as just clear plastic or clear polycarbonate and then they add a blue light filter our lenses are manufactured with the blue light filter embedded in it. And then when they go through the process, an oleophobic, which means like sweat proof, fingerprint proof, well, proof, prevent, um, all that is added after the fact. So our lenses are so specifically blue light and manufactured in a way that the color you're seeing is based on the idea that you can't filter light if something is completely clear. It's just not possible. You can reflect light with certain, like like an anti-reflective coating. If you think about it, it has color to it to a degree that's reflecting light away from your eye. But there's no way to filter light with a completely clear lens. That's that's partially my opinion, but also what we found as we tested different levels of this powder inside this lens. Yeah, and, and, you know, I'm sitting here as you're talking. I'm like looking at it. I'm like kind of comparing websites right now. And I have my own opinion on, like I said, I wore uh, my, my gunners for probably 
I want to say about a year before I, I switched to Gamer Advantage. But there's something I did notice, and you know, I even I even met some people from other companies and stuff like that, like TwitchCon and stuff like that. And there's a, there's a big difference. Like the way you're talking right now, I can tell you're very passionate about helping people, and you know, obviously realizing the issue with blue light and stuff like that, right? I truly feel when these some of these other companies came on, it's more of a style. It's a gamer style, you know. They, yeah. it's it it looks cool to wear them. Like I said, when I was streaming with them, it was it was such an uncommon thing. I kind of got known as the guy that wears gamer glasses, and it's like, dude, like I'm not trying to look cool. I'm trying to protect my eyes, like you know. But it's, well, that's, that's that's the thing. Yeah. It's kind of like um, I if you look at football helmets, it's like. They didn't. They didn't wear football helmets for like the first forty years. They played football. Like, doesn't that sound crazy? Just it, on the surface, you're so used to it now. You know, yeah. you need it. You know what's going to happen if you don't have them, right? Yeah. So it's like it's kind of that same thing where I like the the premise of saying gamers need glasses made sense to me. The idea of being able to pick you out from the other side of a room because you're wearing gaming glasses never made sense to me. So. The, was introduced to the market as like a gimmick almost like yeah. an identifier that you never asked for like you were like i don't even recognize you without your glasses it's like that's a huge win for the eyewear company and for you you lose kind of your identity yeah your eyewear is supposed to be part of it right not the dominating factor unless you're really out there which is cool too um but we wanted to make it so you were like comfortable in it. Like you would wear it out to dinner. You would wear it to work. You would wear it while you're streaming. People well, like would ask said, that, that, you, yeah. hey, those are nice. You know, where'd you get them? Well, yeah, like I said, like I'm saying, you know, like I'm trying to, you know, for people that obviously this isn't video recorded, but like the, the, the flexible sides to it, you have the little cushion on the back, which the cushion on the little the back is uh, uh, it's mainly for like anti-slip, right? Rub, yeah, it serves rubber. a couple purposes. Yeah, yeah it's, it was it's just a little. Yeah, it's comfortable, but also you know, they, yeah, they stay on there a little bit better. Like it just, like I said, even with the headphones on, it's not pushing into the sides of my head. And that's one of the biggest problems. Like I, I had with my gunners, but like I would get, I would get off, I would take them off, I'd be rubbing the sides of my head. Like God dang, <laughs> like putting an indent in my head. So it's like you, you have the protection with the lenses. The frames are very comfortable, and so like I said, I, I wear it. Like I said, I wear mine everywhere. I, I mean, I wear them at work before I put my safety glasses on, which also but beyond the glasses, I gotta, I gotta ask something was fog away. The fog away stuff. I'm, I'm so blown away by you this. You want to know the story? I want to know the story. What? Cause yeah. you guys came out with it. I think like right really when COVID crazy. hit you guys, yeah. but, but it was pre COVID. Yeah, it was pre COVID. So, so listen, I'm always looking when we started gamer advantage, we, first of all, people are like, Oh, you think you can put the name gamer in it and like placate the community. And like, first of all, I'm part of this community. Like I'm an active member of the gaming community, first and foremost. Second of all, what we were trying to do was say as gamer advantage is I will only bring products to you that provide a true advantage. And obviously I were made a ton of sense because it was being completely underserviced. Customers were being manipulated and I, my family had 50 years of optical experience. Yep. So that was like super obvious. Right. But I didn't want to stop there. So as I was learning the optical industry, I started looking at other things. Like, for example, we have the vitamin now. We could talk about that later. But that was like another optical kind of related venture. So in the in the world of 
lens cleaner anti-fog is part of that. So as I'm buying lens cleaner for, for our business, I'm talking to this company and I'm like, hey, I'm like, people tell me their VR headsets fog up when they wear their glasses inside of them. Can I use your anti-fog on a VR headset? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. So I bought some and I tried it out. I'm like, holy crap, this stuff works really well. It's, so it's like, crazy. You private label it for me. They're like, yeah, we have these leftover two-ounce bottles. They were leftovers. They had like 200 of them. They're like, we have these leftover two-ounce bottles. We'll sell you those. We'll put your label on it. I'm like, this is awesome. I was so excited. Gamer Advantage. I'm like, oh, fog away VR headsets. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a really specific market, right? Yeah. Like really finite market. So that all I launched that I think end of December 2019. Yep. And then it, it I sold a couple bottles here and there. And then when like the pandemic hit, like it didn't really dawn on me right away until one morning I woke up and I had sold like 50 bottles in one day. And it was from uh municipality in a state somewhere it was really weird and i was like what the hell and then i started paying attention and then all of a sudden it was like a uh, boom 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 yeah. boom 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 yeah boom, see boom. i and i remember getting the email that like because the, the you know the, the, the game the game the gamer advantage uh the, the partners of the you know the ga fan whatever we get the emails a little like you know, we'll get the, into the eye candy, but, the insider but yeah, so we got the, oh, we're coming out of Fogaway at the, at the time. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, but I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I was very skeptical. I'm like, really? Like, is it really, is it really gonna like, like actually like keep the fog away? And then, and then, uh, when I bought my, my lot, the last pair of glasses I bought, um, you guys actually threw one in there for me. Um, and so I was like, all right, let, let's, let's just actually test this thing out. So I clean my glasses with them. And you give it the the, the breathe on a little, and I'm like, yeah. holy crap! Yeah, it works. <laughs> I was like, well, and so I went out, I went, I went over, grabbed my mask, and I started breathing. I was just like one of the most annoying things. Like I, so I actually have a bottle at home at my desk because I clean it before I stream or game every time. I actually have a bottle at work that I use on my safety glasses because we, it, you know, I, I work in a an assembly line, so we have to have safety glasses all the time. It and now you're wearing masks, my, right? Yes, we're with the mask, and it's hot, and we're sweating. This stuff is absolutely amazing. I, I was I was blown away how well it works. So I, we were like, like super anti Amazon too. Like we were like, oh, we're gonna not for fog away for gamer advantage. Like we just wanted to be so truthful to who we were. Like we were gonna go ride the Amazon trains, and then we they remember I told you those two ounce bottles were like left. They were like leftovers. So I came back. I'm like, I need to order some more two ounce bottles. Like, how many do you want? I'm like, well, my first order was 200, right? And like, yeah. I'm like, I want 20,000. And they're like, what? Excuse like, me? Yeah, I want 20,000 of them. I'm like, I'm going all in on this anti fog. So I went to my family business who sells, we sell eyeglasses to eye doctors. And I said, we're going to sell fog away to the eye doctors. And they're like, you're crazy. They're like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, we're doing it. I'm like, watch this. And I just, everybody told me, like, this isn't going to be a thing. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, Fogaway is almost a more exciting story than Gamer Advantage, only because Gamer Advantage is such a difficult, like, uh, conversation to get people to pay attention to, where when your glasses are fogging up with your mask, you're like, I want to fix this right this second, and I have the solution to that. So just to fast forward, we put it on Amazon. It's we've gotten to the point. It's thousands of bottles a day. Thousands, oh thousands. It's crazy. It's we can't even keep up. Honestly, we can't even. I have a really amazing relationship with the oh, manufacturer. Yeah, it is I mean, we're like best friends. <laughs> like it that's, is really crazy. crazy. 
No, yeah, I guess, yeah, so. like, yeah. It was, it was just one, of, and then I think it was just the fact that, like you said, it was just, like, it, it can't. I was gonna say, I thought it came out before the pandemic. I remember he, right. at least hearing about it, and it's just, cra- it, it's, it's just crazy, like how it kind of played into that, and it was just like the timing. I mean, you don't want to like, you know, the the pandemic's horrible. It's just a fact of like the timing, which is like, holy crap, this is crazy. Well, again, do you feel? Well, I don't want to like reverse this interview, but like, you're, you're good. I you're feel good. like we're providing a certain, like I feel like we're providing a service to somebody and solving a problem for somebody that could be dangerous, right? Like people's, you're working on an assembly line, you're forced to wear a mask, yes, and your employer isn't providing you with an anti fog solution is. That's bold, dude. That well, pisses and, me off. And that, that's one of the things that, like, you know, like, we talk about all the time at work. We're like, I mean, they're so, especially like, I mean, we had, our company had like the CDC come down on us and stuff like that for certain things that they were doing during this whole thing. So it's like, it's one of those things where you, you want to take your mask down for a second because like to wipe your glasses or, or whatever. <laughs> and it's like all uncomfortable. And it's like, that's one less thing that you have to deal with during this whole, this whole situation that we're in. Like, and, and the thing is, it's not like you, it's not like you use it. And then like within an hour, you got to reapply it. It lasts, you know, it, it, it lasts for a good while. It's supposed know? to be 24 hours. Yeah. But just like I'm saying your employer should be offering you anti-fog is the same drum I'm pounding with high schools and middle schools should be offering blue light eyewear to participants in their esports programs no different than they offer a football helmet no different than you get offered safety glasses to fog away so that i i hope that this podcast of people listening shows that i fog away the intention of fog away was so pure to the roots of gamer advantage and we were just at the right place at the right time. But the reason we're leading is because I, I vowed to not come out with something that doesn't work. Exactly. So like exactly. that was like always my commitment. So I did it on both ends of the spectrum as far as optical goes. Anti-fog to eyewear. So now I haven't I haven't tried the next thing, so I can't speak from experience, but I eye, eye candy. Let's talk about eye candy. It came out of the new a vitamin. What exactly is the vitamin? What, what what does it do? And how did how did it come about? Yeah, so the I can't. So again, it was under the premise well, like the, the wellness conversation. We found quickly that convincing somebody to wear glasses that doesn't already wear glasses is very difficult. But we feel there is a big conversation around eye health. Again, the the idea being that the eyes are the gateway to your brain. So if you understand that everything that travels into your brain visually travels through your eyes, then let's talk serious about protecting them. So there are a lot of studies online. You can Google lutein and zeaxanthin. Uh, Lutein comes from the marigold flower. Marigold flower is yellow, kind of gives you some idea of why yellow filters blue. Um, And we wanted to come out with something that was kind of a lower... uh, lower level of resistance, lower barrier to entry for somebody who wanted to start the conversation about eye health. So, but at the same time, especially with the pandemic and the new focus on making sure kind of your immunity and antioxidant supplementation is at an adequate level, uh, we're seeing a lot of uh, vitamin C, magnesium, zinc, uh, vitamin D3, obviously huge right now. A lot of doctors recommending it, just the pandemic has brought up hey, make sure you have these things that will help you fight things like this better. So 
we made originally we were thinking just lutein and zeaxanthin and then we realized how difficult it is to have the conversation about the glasses it's equally difficult to say take one supplement just for your eye health it's like well i already take one for my joints and i already take one for my heart and i already take one for my my whatever like one for my eyes like i just don't buy it that's what our concern was so we created a a vitamin which i knew had to be a gummy because if it's not fun it doesn't taste good then who cares right (laughs) right so um so we made one that had vitamin c vitamin e zinc lutein and zeaxanthin so we gave it more reason to take it every day rather than take it just for such a specific really valuable reason but it not give you any other benefit that you may or may not feel so we combined it into a full-blown eye support eye health support plus immunity and antioxidant daily vitamin and it's safe for the entire family under four years my daughter takes one a day because she's only three um but over four years old they can take up to two a day and it's vegan and non-gmo and it's free of all the things and certified by all the right people and it's made by an incredibly reputable company that really knows what they're doing yeah like i said i i I haven't I haven't got my hands on the bottle yet. I, I am going to, but it was one thing. I mean, to see in just a, a year, a little over a year, how much you guys have done has been absolutely, truly amazing. I mean, and like I said, I, I was already a big believer in blue light glasses after trying them. And then, like I said, the gamer advantage is, is, is really, it, it's different. You know, it, it, it's a different feel in like, especially sitting here talking to you and seeing like how much you're into it and like, it's not like you just started a company, you know, like you said, to try, try and take advantage, <laughs> no pun intended, yeah. <laughs> of, game, of, of of the gaming community. It's it, it, it does make a lot of sense. Like, you know, all the, you know, obviously, you, you know the little quotes you're using with the helmets and the shoes. It's, it, and it's even me sitting here, like, that's a really, really good way to put it, you know. And like I said, for me, who spends so much time, and, I, and like I've talked about on one of my previous episodes about how much time that streamers spend beyond just playing the game so we you know streamers spend a lot of time staring at the screen and doing all this stuff it is so important and why i've talked to my community about blue light glasses for for a long time now you know and um it's just it's just so important that you guys realize how how serious your eye health is like brian said so yeah now i do want to talk about one of your recent hires Real quick, your social media guy, Bravo. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh, I had a buddy apply. He's for, good. Uh, you got you guys. Uh, he he applied for that job, and then he yeah, and obviously he didn't get it. But but dude, I I noticed immediately. If you guys aren't following Gamer Advantage on Twitter, it's just at Gamer Advantage. But oh my god, that dude cracks me up. Yeah, so we took when so originally we did a job. It's kind of interesting. So I'm learning how the industry works, and there's a lot of companies that look for really cheap help. They want to pay people a couple hundred bucks a month to do a couple hours worth of work, and then they hire like a bunch of those people. You know what I'm saying? And so as we started, to, the cool thing was is I flexed the help from our family business big time in the beginning. Like we have people there who know how to do all this eyewear stuff. So what was new for us was selling it to a consumer rather than being a business to business. So this direct to consumer thing. And then I had to kind of reestablish, 
not reestablished because nobody knew me from my radio days, even though I was doing an FM video game radio show be- before a lot of these people were even like in middle school on Twitter. But I never fly. I never say that because at the end of the day, I'm a huge supporter of what everybody's doing. The industry is changing. I want it to change. I love change. Like I'm cool with it. I'm not holding on to the good old days, but I just want everybody to know, like I've been in it since the beginning and I and I'm following it all the way through. And um, um, wow. Lost train of thought. Oh, I know. I, yeah. I trust me. I know how that is. It's well, what, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's <laughs> what that part out. You, 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 <laughs> no, you're good. It's, it's so funny. <laughs> so I start when I started this podcast. I, uh, you know, it, I realized how hard it is when I'm the only one talking, and then you're not bouncing something off of somebody else. So you just remind me. I've done that so many times. <laughs> I know. What was what was the original? premise of what you were saying though oh we're talking about the social media you guys you guys have been growing yeah, and now so you guys have a social yeah, media yeah. Guy. yeah so like i've been in it since the beginning blah, blah 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 so when i started hiring what i didn't want to do was like be that guy who's only offering little i'll speed this up be that guy who's only offering like little bits amounts of money and expecting all this big work and all this stuff so we originally created this social media manager position but it was kind of like the first like Natasha's been with me since the beginning. So like without take her out of it for a second, it was like the first hire for oh, actually Skylar was the first hire, but I look at him as like even an OG now. It was the first kind of like new phase two for gamer advantage, right? Like we had our core people, Natasha, Skylar, me, and Sarah. That was those were our core people. We had four people. And this was like, okay, now we're like really getting specific in the role. So I'm like social media manager. And then what I realized as I was interviewing these people is I was like, no, you know what? It's not a social media manager. I said, you know what I need is I need a content manager. Yes. And I need an assistant community manager. And I'm going to make social part of community. Yes. Okay. Because we're so small, right? I get it. Social media manager one day. But I wanted, I was like, our social media is all about the gamer advantage community. So when I had my creative director going through the applications, we had 250 people apply for the job. Ooh. We were, it was crazy. Way more than you and expected. So it, it was, I didn't know what to expect. I had no idea. Now here I am. I actually think I need two different positions because social media manager is way too broad. I need to make more content. And then I need somebody who can work with Natasha and the two of them together can continue to make our social media what it has been since the beginning when it was just Natasha and I doing it because it was growing still, right? But it wasn't frequent enough. So long story short, there's a, there's a guy and his can't die is his, is his at. And um, he was actually, and I'm going to just tell this story based on like resume was not in the consideration pile. And he reached out to me and kind of said like, Hey, and I didn't look at the resume. I was just letting my creative director like filter through 250 applications. So it was easy to just put somebody in the know, right? Like some of these people send some really amazing resumes, like really awesome stuff. So it was like, it was easy to put somebody who had like, it was missing some experience when you had a pile of 40 people who had a ton of experience. But not only did he reach out to me and just the way he was communicating with me on Twitter, I could tell that I was like, okay, he's like really carrying himself really well right now. And maybe I need to go back and look at this guy's application. And then somebody who I trusted very much in the industry called me and vouched for him. It was like, listen, this guy is 
you want this guy. He's where he it might not show it on paper, but trust me. And I'm like, I trust you. So I went back, I looked at it, and I was like, you know, I told my team, I'm like, I know this isn't like the doesn't fit the parameters of what we're looking for, but he comes recommended and I just really want to interview him. And then I interviewed him and with like a second, I was like, Yep. I'm like, he was just so passionate. And I just love the way he was just really into it. Like he just really knew that gamer he was taking a chance on us. And we were taking a chance on him, but he knew he was taking a chance on us too. Like, we're not big, man. We're not, we know that. And we've only touched 2% of people so far. And so to have a guy like that come in and go as heavy as he went on our socials has been absolutely amazing. And that wasn't even supposed to be like his full, like he's supposed to be a social guy, but we also like want to like, give him support and he just ran with it like i can't even keep up yeah, with him he, anymore it, it, like, it, it's, it's great i mean it's crazy one of the first interactions i had a, a buddy of mine uh he's part of an east at least some kind of esports team who has a sponsor for some other glass i don't remember who it was but i i was messing with him and i i wrote at gamer advantage uh you know i forgot exactly what i put and he jumps on there and goes he goes, I'll go, I'll go at it one on one with the other, the other social media manager with the mouse on the left hand upside down. I was like, what? <laughs> and just, just the content he, you know, he brings is like something like that. I mean, I remember when I first followed Gamer Advantage on Twitter, on Twitter, I knew it was kind of, kind of like, what year did, did, uh, did you guys start or what, what year did you actually like start? actually selling glasses uh, it was really july 19. okay so yeah because when i when i first found gamer advantage i remember it was only you were only on twitter at about maybe right below 2,000 followers so it was still pretty new yeah. and now yeah. and now I, I just looked you guys you know just cracked that 10k so it's like you know in, in just that just that you know a little over a year and a half uh you know seeing how far you guys have come is it's yeah it's i don't awesome. know you know what the best part is i don't know if that's good or not is 10k that, that, in a year and a half good that's, that's pretty good especially for someone is new it? who who i have who, no idea well, what that, i'm doing like, no. I, love, I, <laughs> I like it to, i do i'm joking like i kind of know but like i'm not trying to manipulate the system like yeah. i've had other people tell me like the algorithm on your posts and like i'm like i don't care i really don't like i'm i'm we're lucky. We're so lucky to have been able to do this within our family business to a degree where like, I'm not going to do it if it's not done right. Yeah. Like I do have a lot to lose. I have a lot into this, but not to the point where I'm willing to sacrifice integrity to move forward. Absolutely. That's the best part. Like the second it doesn't feel right. I can be like, nope, done. This is over. You know, like it's, and we just, it's proving to be the exact opposite. I really feel like we've, really helped improve some people's lives well, and i would love love to hear more of that from people yeah you know and, and you think it, well here's here's some way to look for you to look at it too you know asking if 10k is good you, you're doing this all so you started in in 2019 still new you had you know in july and then you have a pandemic hit where you can't go to you know dreamhack twitchcon yeah. Uh, Pax East, Pax West, all, all those shows that where a lot of these people get their product out there, right? So you doing that with just being online, it, that's that's impressive to me, you know. Especially like I said, me watching it, being a part of the the you know the GA fam and be, you know partnering with you guys is, is it's been awesome, awesome to see, and especially to see keep seeing like you know hashtag GA fam shout out, you know see 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 the whole the whole community grow in the Discord and stuff like that, seeing new people pop up and. People, I love seeing the the video announcements and stuff like that. People 
partnering with Gamer Advantage or, you know, even people that aren't partnered who are sharing videos like, guys, I just tried these out. These are amazing. I see a lot of that stuff. So it's like, for me, I love, I love seeing the progress and just, just wait, just wait till you're able to, to have a booth at one of these shows and stuff like that. And people truly get to see, get, get to, you know, see the glasses firsthand because I do know that was one of the, one of the big things people tell me when I, when I'm telling about the glasses, like, oh yeah, uh, it's kind of, kind of pricey. And it's like, dude, like, I'm not, it's not a gimmick. I'm telling you right now, it's not a gimmick, but it's like, it's, it'll be different when people can actually see it, see it in front of yeah. themselves, you know? So. so two things to that. So if somebody wears glasses, they know our glasses are amazing. The price is amazing. Like if you have a, you can get our glasses with your prescription for 160 bucks, go to the eye doctor and want, look at how much they charge you for like yep. the cheapest of the cheap that they have. And our frames are not cheap. So that is just a mute point. For non-prescription, nobody has any idea what it's worth. Well, guess what? Your lens is just as expensive with a prescription as it is without as far as optical quality on my end is concerned. You want to buy some novelty blue light $15 pair of glasses, then you're not getting the same thing that I'm offering. And we also tell people 45 days, no questions asked, send it back. Yeah. We will, uh, we'll pay for it. We'll pay for the shipping for you to send it back to us because there's somebody else who wants it and we're willing to take that risk. The industry average in eyewear returns is 20%. We have 2% of people return gamer advantage and 99% of the time it's because their prescription was done incorrectly. Whether they gave a wrong PD, we did it wrong, whatever that might be. But it does happen. It just is what it is. So that that's a big piece, big piece of it for us as far as the the pricing goes when when people say it. And then we went to TwitchCon in 2019 in September. That was in uh, San Diego, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's where I did. We see. were I did see so busy. It, I, people were returning the stuff they bought from our competitors. And coming back, we had a line at the booth. We completely sold out. We did $35,000 in sales. Yeah, I remember seeing. I'm just sharing. Yeah. I'm going to be transparent. Yeah, Brand I, new company had no freaking clue yeah. what we were doing. It was just me and Natasha. We never ate breakfast. We never, well, we ate breakfast, actually. We stopped on the way. But we got to the booth at probably 9 a.m. and didn't leave until 7 p.m. every day. One time, Natasha said I had to go to the bathroom. I told her, no. Nope. Nope, I I'm not leaving here by myself. Nope. <laughs> I'm like, there's way too many people at the booth. You can't go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> there was, I was going to say, I remember, I remember, I don't remember being to the booth. I can't remember that, that clip, but I do remember seeing, I think. We were right next to Advanced GG. Yeah, that, uh, uh, yeah, I remember seeing uh, or hearing something about gaming glasses because I remember, because I, uh, I, I always make sure to wear my gunner, or I was wearing my gunners at the time. And then someone told me something about, uh, gamer advantage at TwitchCon. I don't think I made it to the booth. I can't remember if it was too crowded or or why I didn't make it there. But I remember I remember seeing something about you guys being there. But I didn't get it. They like said I didn't get into it until two months later. You know, like you know, like December two thousand nineteen. And then, but yeah, it's just wait till. Just wait I was just so there. excited. I mean, we had been in business like six months. We did more in two days at TwitchCon than we had pretty much done in our entire existence, and. I was just, I was just beside myself, man. I was so excited. It was such a huge morale booster for Natasha and I. Like we knew it. We knew at that moment we were doing the right thing. I mean, we have, we still have relationships with many of the people that we met at TwitchCon, if not all of them. 
And so it, it, that's one of, the, one of the best things about those kind of events. I mean, like I said, I've been I've been to Atlanta. I'm from California, and I've been to Atlanta to DreamHack, high, you know, the High Res Expo. I drove down to San Diego for that TwitchCon. Uh, you know, we had switch TwitchCon in our back in our backyard. There's such an amazing event. I can't wait till everything opens back up and we get to go to these events again, man. Ever gonna be the same though, man. Like I, 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 I hate this. I hate to. I hate that convert that question because it's like I you know, want you. you you're, you're, yeah, you're, you're hope. You're hoping. You're hoping that it can be the same, but I don't see it anywhere in the near future. And, and we can get a whole topic about this, but like I, I, I just read yesterday. Like my 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 aunt and uncle just got vaccinated, and then but they were you know even if you're vaccinated someone else is vaccinated they're still telling you to keep distance i'm like then what then why are we doing this if we can't go back to normal life after everyone gets vaccinated then i mean you 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 you, you tell us that's like the the solution but you're still telling telling us it's not safe it's like yeah, so wh- where, where's the end of the tunnel you know what i'm saying so it's like I, I my thing is i love going to those kind of gaming events i love going to concerts and it's like i've been stuck for the last year i'm like let me out <laughs> and i'm in california where it's still we're still a bait it feels like square one I know it's uh, it, well. I, know. I I just wish that I wish that they were able to do a better job of testing. Yes, because if if you were able to just buy a test or tests were disposable and instant or something like that, th- then you would have an ability to go to a concert and and test real quick before you walk in the door or yeah, something, something, and then you don't go in, don't have to wear a mask, right? I think I've heard the same thing about the vaccine is that you can still carry it. You just it doesn't affect you or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's like so you can still carry it, but you, you it, it protects you from catching. So I know it, we're so trying to accomplish yes. this herd immunity is what we're uh, focused on here. And I, I get it. And I, I do hope it comes back, too. But my concern is more of the damage that it's done, not only to many businesses, but individuals like financially and mentally and like when it all comes back i just i really do hope that the impact wasn't so traumatic that it changes the feeling but i don't think it'll ever come back the same because it's instilled this fear into people maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm just i'm hoping i'm hoping we're wrong i agree i agree what you're saying i agree i just i'm like i'm just nervous around the idea of but i look at like they i think they said something about japan and the way it, it uh, COVID impacted Japan about how if you don't feel well in Japan, it's kind of normal to wear a mask. So yes. like, even if you think you have a cold or the flu or whatever, it's just kind of smart, right? Because there's this guy, there's like this a super conservative AM radio talk show host. And, and I just, he had this line. I don't, I didn't listen to him all the time, but he was pretty famous. So you knew the things he said in Detroit. And he would say, your right stop at the tip of my nose. And it's kind of like a good point where it's like if you're not feeling well and you're in my face and i don't know you're not feeling well and you infect me that can't be your right to infect me right like that's not fair that doesn't make sense to me yes Uh, so i just think about the idea of like maybe the masks are a good thing if we understand the correct way to use them going forward well see that and that's one of the problems of being california i mean we we were doing California was doing a pretty good job, and then and and it all got screwed up when our own governor got caught at a dinner party, 
and and then our our state goes, well, if you're not going to do it, we're not going to do it. And this was right before Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, and we went back to square one so fast. And and you know, it's like you you've had us locked down business. I mean, we had in California so many businesses like have to shut their doors. And it's insane with all the childhood places I used to go to being closing their doors cuz they can't afford to stay open. And it's just like, man, like and here we are, and I think in two weeks, it's been exactly a year. It was March 16th that my company got shut down for like two months. And it's like, here we are. And, you know, originally it was like, oh, three weeks to slow the spread. And here we are a year later, and it's square one. It's crazy. And like, think about, think, like, again, think about these events. Like, you don't know now if, you know, you meet somebody, if they're going to be weird about you holding your hand out to shake their hand. Yeah. It's going to change the way people interact with each other. And it's, it's. You know, it's, it, we're getting totally off topic, but yeah, it's you know, but no, it's, no, I think yeah, it's, it, it was it's, relevant. It's crazy. Yeah, but now, now everybody's homeschooling, so they're on screens more than ever, and school well, well, exactly. Like, and, like, and that's that's one big thing. I, I didn't even touch on that. Thank you for saying that. Like, my kids, even before this whole thing, you know, my wife went to school for child and adolescent development, um, and we're about to have our fourth fourth kid in April, and she's already my son just started homeschooling. We were already going to homeschool them, anyways. Or at least elementary school and stuff like that, because she has the credentials to, she knows what she's doing and stuff like that. So and it's like one of those things where a lot of the stuff's going to be on computers, and a lot of people, kids are you know sitting there in front of the computer and their Zoom meetings, even if they're not paying attention. You think about all the screen extra screen, you know screen time they have now, you know. So that's another another place where gamer advantage, blue light glasses, you know, come in. You know, you protecting them from a young age. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, and they're all gamers too. So it's like, oh, my son's addicted to. Oh my God. Yeah, and most of those frames will fit ten and up. I mean, they really will. They're so lightweight. They might not wear them to go play in the park, but if they don't need prescription and you want to start a habit, I think that's the important part. Is a habit. It's just again, just like anything else, you know, any any other lifestyle change for the protection of some kind of affliction. It's all about starting a habit. So our glasses definitely apply for that reason. There's no doubt. Absolutely. So we're going to, we're going to begin to wrap this up guys. Um, If you guys have not checked out gamer advantage, make sure you guys go check them out. And this is the, you know, and Brian probably doesn't even know that I do this, but I, you know, if you guys want to get 10% off, make sure you use the code Glock. And what I do with my code, everybody knows everybody that has a code, you know, they, they get a percentage of the sale. When you use my code that goes, directly to Valley Children's Hospital charity um, through through Extra Life. So make sure you guys go to 10% off. You're also helping out charity, helping out your eyes. It comes full circle. So, Brian, thank you so much. That's awesome. We should <laughs> double your code for a period of time or something. I'd like to help more with that. Tell we're, Natasha I said that. We're, we're going we're gonna, we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna talk after the show. Hang on. You're beating me to the punch, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, yeah, th- that, <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm really, I know I'm you, really you, great. You that, are really into charity because you helped out with P, uh, Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation. Anything I can do. Yes. I was a big supporter of Gamers Outreach, and yes. I, I, I just don't want to handcuff to one charity. I want to help as many as I can, and I haven't even gotten to Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation yet, so that's that's on my list, too. Yes. Well, Brian, thank you so much for your time. Everybody else, have a great week. I appreciate you all. Again, Brian, thank you so much. Thank you, man.